Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness Mastery. My name is Melanie Kitch and I am your host. It is my deepest desire to create in you the desire to be the queen of your home again. If you're tired of the weight loss struggle, you know, the gaining it and losing it and gaining it and losing it um, and the yo-yo dieting and that kind of thing and you're just sick to death about another the thought of another diet, but you want to regain that confidence, you want to be the queen of your home and your life, then I'm here to help you. And I've got all kinds of simple strategies that can help you to regain that role as queen in your life. Stay tuned. Have you ever asked yourself why you keep making the same mistake over and over and over again, even though you know better? You know, that's what I want to talk to you about today. I was actually just listening to a lady, um, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and she was talking about this exact thing. And I thought, wow, this is, this is really good when, you know, I mean, she's talking in just general like mistakes, but I'm thinking about our health, right? Why do we keep eating the same thing that we know isn't good for us? Why do we keep, you know, sitting on the couch instead of going to exercise? You know, why do we keep doing these things? And and I really wanted to share uh, kind of where she went with this and where we're going to go with this is because she says that So when we make a mistake, which we all do, right? We are all absolutely human and we all make mistakes and and that, you know, that's, that's just human nature. However, it's what we choose to do with that mistake that actually makes or breaks um, our next actions. (laughs) Um, So she says that when we, when we don't acknowledge our mistake, so when we just basically sweep it under the rug and and don't make a big deal about it, what we're actually doing is we're actually building a, a habit in our brain to make that exact same mistake over and over again. Um, because our brains are actually designed to self-regulate our thinking. Um, she calls it mental autopsy. Which, so they're designed for us to observe, analyze, and change what we think about or what we speak or how we act, right? But over time, if we keep brushing it under the carpet, you know, not paying attention to the mistake that we made, then there's these pathways in our brain. And it's just like when you walk on a on a on a piece of lawn or your grass, like you keep going over the exact same spot. There's a there's a a path that gets formed there pretty quickly, doesn't it? And the more you walk there, the the more entrench that path is so that it so that it gets so that there's no grass that ever grows there that same thing happens in our brain so if we keep we make a, we make the same mistake so let's say we know that you know a certain food doesn't do good with us a certain food makes us feel awful or overeating we know we don't feel good when we overeat but yet we keep doing it and then we oh no big deal whatever i'll get back on track tomorrow no big deal when the more we do that, the more often that pathway in our brain is being solidified. And pretty soon now that's a really, really, really hard habit to break. Okay. And then that's why you keep going over and over and over the same thing, even though, and then you beat yourself up like, why did I do it again? Right? Why did I do it again? So what she says is, um, is that we have to become very aware of what we're thinking and how we're reacting. And how our actions or reactions are affecting those around us. Because she said that's where, um, so she says here, she said, be, be can constantly need to be intentional, intentional, sorry, about 
learning what our triggers are. So what's causing us to to make that same mistake? What's causing us to want to do that same action? And then she says that we have to have a plan to change it. The way, plan to change the way that we we respond, okay? So and this is where I'm thinking, you know, we can go with this is so let's have a let's have a plan of action, okay? So let's say you know that chocolate cake is your absolute worst enemy. If there's a chocolate cake within five feet of you, you're going to eat the whole thing. And then you feel terrible after, right? You feel like, wow, I feel gross and I am unhappy with my body. Why did I do that? Like, I'm trying to lose weight. Why did I do that? So now you're going to take a look at this and you're going to go, okay, so, so, you know, so why did I feel like I have to eat so much of that cake? And, and okay, this is all just make-believe. This is sort of just an example to help you understand. So let's say you, you ask yourself, why did, I, why did I feel the need to want to eat that cake? And then you realize that you'd had a really bad day. You know, prior to that, you'd had an a argument with your husband or you, you know, your, your kids were just causing you stress. And you realize that, oh, I'm just going to have a piece of cake because I'll feel better right? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have one piece. It'll make me feel better. And it does. There is something to, you know, there, it's something called a pleasure trap, which I'll, I'll do in another podcast. But the pleasure trap is we want to go towards pleasure and away from pain. So if that chocolate cake makes you feel really good, you're going to have one piece and then I'm going to have another piece and pretty soon. And you, and then you get so that it's, it's not intentional anymore. Now you're just, now you're just eating. And then you wake up, from this <laughs> indulgence, overindulgence, and you, you again, you know, beat yourself up. I'm not doing that again. I'm not ever doing that again. Like, why do I keep doing this? So now look at, the, so now, okay, that trigger caused me stress. So that, like that, that argument that I had with my spouse this morning, that caused me stress. That stress caused me to want to feel better. And that feel better made me want to eat that chocolate cake. Okay, so now what if instead of giving into that, what if you said, okay, I just had an argument with my spouse and I'm, I'm feeling stressed. What am I going to do instead? And this is where your plan comes in, right? So what is your plan? Your plan is to, instead, let's say you decide you're stressed, you're going to go for a walk. I mean, that's my go-to. That's what I do every time that I'm stressed. It's like, I got to get outside, right? I got to get outside and I got to walk. And that always makes me feel better. But, you know, so let's say walking was it. Or let's say, you know, you have to go run on the treadmill. Or let's say you, even a hot shower, right? Whatever it is. Do that instead of of the, the action that you always do. Now, in the beginning, this is going to be really hard to do. And you're going to fight against it. And you're going to, all you're going to want to do is eat that chocolate cake, right? But But just keep going. No, my, no, I'm building new brainway, new pathways in my brain, right? So I'm going to go do this other thing. But here's the thing. It takes 21 days to form a new habit, Dr. Leaf says, which I've heard that before. But what she says, and she's a brain person. I forget what her, um, sorry, I should have looked that up. She's like a, she does lots with the brain. Anyway, um, she says, 21 days to form the habit, but then the next 42 days are going to be the, the solidification of that habit. So now in those 63 days total, it becomes not just a habit, but an, but an automatic habit. You know, something that we don't have to think about a lot. Like, you know, 
we we know which way we're going to drive to work in the morning. We've done it for years, or we know, um, you know, how we're going to make that that special salad or that special supper, right? We know we've done it. This is the same thing, but 63 days, she said. So don't give up before 63 days. Don't go back. And, and she says, it's super, super easy to go back to what we knew because there's already, there's already pathways in our brain about that. So it's easy to go back. It's, it's easier to go back in the beginning than it is to go forward, which is why so many people give up on their, on their weight loss goals, on their health goals, on their, you know, getting out of debt, like anything, right? It's because it's so much easier to go backwards than it is to go forwards. Until you get that pathway in your brain, the new one, it's going to be a, it's going to be a struggle. So, the next question she says is you have to ask yourself, do you really want to change? Right? Do you really want to change? Because um because if you if you don't really want to change, then you're going to constantly be fighting against what you should be doing and what you want to be doing. And this is what I've talked about before where you get really clear on what your why is about about losing weight. Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to be healthier? Why? Not just, and not just the, not just the first answer that pops in your head, but go deep in that. Why do you want it? Why, why, why? And so she says that, um, you know, that's the, the kind of the next step is when you realize that you're making a mistake all the time and you start to ask yourself why you want to change, that's when you'll put the time in to look at your triggers, look at your um, your action plan or set up a new action plan, okay? Um, the other thing she said is that, you know, remember that it's going to take time to change and it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard because anytime we push against something and we try to do something, it's like we're pushing against it. So just keep going, just keep telling yourself and celebrate, you know? I'm a big believer in celebration. Oh, I love celebration. So when you, when you do it, when you go for the walk instead of eat the chocolate cake, as your action plan stated you would do, then give yourself a, a gift. Now, try and stay away from a gift of food um, because we're trying, to, we're trying to create new habits. Um, and it doesn't have to be something you buy. Like for me, I love, 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 love to read books. And so, but I can't sit and read all day. I got stuff to do, right? So for me, when I've accomplished something that I set out to do, then I will say, okay, for the next 20 minutes, I'm going to let myself read without feeling any guilt. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to read for 20 minutes. Now that might not be everybody's cup of tea, but, but if it works for you, then go ahead and do that. But do you see where, do you see where I'm going with this? celebrate those little things celebrate because the more you celebrate the more you know the 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 more endorphins are going to be released the more happiness is going to be felt which then keeps you going keeps you going keeps you going does that make sense and become very very aware of your thoughts i have talked about this in many other podcasts before but you you have to know the stories that you're telling yourselves okay so if you're telling yourself i'm never going to lose weight anyway so what's the point well, you, you better change that because that's not going to get you anywhere good. So you better instead say, you know, I, I might have failed at weight loss in the past, but, but now I'm ready. Now I'm so much more motivated to do this and I, and, I'm, and I know why I'm doing it. So everything, again, is connected in your physical body. Everything is connected in your emotional and your mental like, and your spiritual. Everything is connected. And that's the part that I, I want people to get is that our thoughts are connected to our 
what we speak and our actions and, you know, everything is connected. So just because you're thinking something in your head, you think, well, it doesn't, it's not going to affect what I eat. It, it is actually is going to affect what you say, how you act, you know, all of it, all of it. So you have to monitor your thoughts. Okay. Really, really closely and make sure you're becoming aware of what that lie is. Cause we tell ourselves lies all the time. You know, I've never succeeded at anything. How many of you guys have said that before? That's a big fat lie. We all know we've succeeded at stuff. It just might not be the thing that we're trying to do right now, but we have succeeded. So we can't tell ourselves that we've never succeeded at something. We can't tell ourselves that we're worthless or we're useless because that's a lie. That's a huge, huge lie. Because who are you? Who are you of value to? Well, probably your family, probably your friends, probably if you work, probably your coworkers, probably your, you know, whoever, your, your dog. I mean, you are valuable and you are the most valuable because you've been created in the image of God. So don't ever forget that either, right? You are of absolute value and worth. So when we start to tell ourselves these things, we have to stomp on it as much as we do when we're making a mistake in our physical our physical world, right? Our, our mental world, if we're making mistakes in our mental world, we have to grab those and take all thoughts captive, right? We have to, because otherwise they'll run us right into the ground, no joke, no joke. So um, another thing that you could do is you could create a thought journal. This is um, idea that Dr. Leaf had too, was you create a thought journal. And this is kind of what she says about that. So writing is a great way to bring clarity to a situation and help us become aware of our mistakes and how to change them. So for 21 days, you know, give or take, um, take note of when you are triggered, what has caused you to, to make the mistake the frequency of the mistake and how you think you can start to in intentionally change the way you react to these triggers. So you can start to write this stuff down. Now, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a journaler. I love to journal. So when I read this, I thought, oh, super cool. That's an awesome idea. Um, but if you aren't a journaler, then, you know, you could take your phone and just make a little recording on your phone, right? Okay, today I got triggered by this and the intensity was, you know, at a seven out of 10. And this is what I wanted to do. And this is what I did instead or something like that, right? You could, you could just speak it into your phone um, and then you'd have it. You could go back and you could, you could check this stuff out and watch the pattern that happens. The other thing she said is um, be aware of the impact that it has on others. Um, she says, so this is what she said. Is it, important? it is important to understand that how you react is often a response to how other people choose to speak or act. Take the time to observe your environment and how people around you react, including their emotions and body language. So again, pay attention because sometimes the motivation that we need comes from our loved ones. When we, when they tell us, you know, when you do that, that really bugs me. When you, when you do that, that really hurts me. Mom, why aren't you ever around? Mom, why can't we ever just sit and snuggle? Mom, you know, like our family will tell us these things. And if we are paying attention and if, you know, we, we are truly listening, sometimes their pain can be enough to get us to do what we got to do. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, so these are some, I thought this was a brilliant, just a brilliant way to, to, to you know, kind of, move beyond the same mistakes that we always make and then beat ourselves up over it and then feel bad. And then, you know, we start that cycle of, of uh, cycle of failure, I guess you want to call it because we don't have to be there. 
we don't have to you I don't we don't have to be there we can we can rise above it and do something different so you know if you've got value out of this today then go ahead and share this podcast let someone else know and also come join us at weight loss and wellness mastery the Facebook group I'd love to have you over there because really I have no way of I mean if you can leave a review on here that's awesome go ahead and do that I would love to hear your comments but I'd really love to hear what you have to say because I want to know if I'm sort of giving you guys what you want or if you want something different. Um, yeah, I would just love your thoughts. And that's the only bad thing about a podcast is that there's no way to to hear from you. So anyway, join us. Um, there's a bunch of us weight loss and wellness mastery. We're just, you know, kind of, yeah, just getting inspired and motivated and getting some wisdom and all kinds of stuff over there. So So I look forward to hearing from you. And in the meantime, have a fantastic day. Take care. God bless.